Yo, yo, what up, man? It's um Lunchroom Chatter Podcast. I believe this is episode 17, but um, it's some shit I got to get to this week. Now, last week I spoke about myself. Like I said, normally each week I speak to you guys about like whatever the fuck is going on in the world. But last week I felt it was needed for myself and also for you listeners, for you guys to know more about me and more about who you are listening to. But um, <laughs> I was just reading the article, man. Um, This article... I believe this should happen in Bakersfield, California, where a woman, she took her iPhone to the Apple store, something we normally do. Like, y'all know how it is. Every time a new um iPhone comes out, the iPhone we have now, the shit just fucks up. So she took her iPhone to the Apple store to, to I believe, get a new screen. So, of course, she had to give her phone over to the Apple technician but what this motherfucker did, listen to this shit. Let me pull up the fucking article. So this woman took her took her iPhone to the store to get a new screen. She gave her iPhone to the Apple technician. He fixed the screen. But when she got home, she realized that one of her naked pictures was sent to an unknown phone number. Now, she put two and two together was like, how the fuck did one of my naked pictures get sent to a number that's not stored in my phone so this woman went back to the apple store and confronted the apple employees and the apple technician he admitted that the number that the naked picture was sent to was his number but this nigga came up with the stupidest excuse the nigga said that's my number but i don't know how the fuck the picture got sent from your phone to my phone Nigga, you the only motherfucker that got the fucking phone. And what makes matters even worse is the fact that the fact that she said the picture he sent to himself was a picture she took over a year ago. And this is a and this is a female. And you know, women take pictures non-stop. So for this nigga to go back a year and find that certain picture this nigga had to be scrolling through her fucking gallery now the woman she's gorgeous she looks amazing and that shit is nasty the fact that yes he is a man but you have to be professional you are an apple technician so of course you are going to have access to her phone but the fact that your nasty, dirty ass scrolled back over a year in her fucking photo gallery to to see a picture of she, well, I believe she said she was naked. It was a picture that was meant for her boyfriend. But that shit is nasty. That shit is disgusting. And that is taking advantage of whatever power you do have going through somebody's phone. But um, let's get into the episode. This is episode seventeen this week i want to speak about um alexis crawford i'm pretty sure you guys have heard about that that is the um female college student that was killed by her roommate and her boyfriend this popeye's chicken sandwich wave this shit is back this shit is getting out of control motherfucker died already over the fucking chicken i'm over the yo can you imagine dying and going to heaven and explaining to god that you died in Popeyes. Now, I'm not being insensitive, but this shit is out of fucking control. 
over a fucking Popeye's chicken sandwich, man. And I'm also, um, I received a, a email from a listener this past week who wants to know why do men who have been in relationships for five years or longer, or just long-term relationships in general, why is sex with them so boring? She wants to know why do men in long-term relationships tend to fuck the same way and never switch it up and never be new and creative as they once were in the beginning. So we're going to dive deep into that this week. This is Lunchroom Cheddar Podcast episode 17. Welcome back to the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast. This is episode 17. Now, um, I want to speak a little bit about Alexis Crawford. Well, I'm pretty sure all of you guys know by now who Alexis Crawford is. Alexis Crawford was the Clark Atlanta female student who was killed by her roommate's boyfriend and her. And the shit is fucked up. Now, she had her funeral two days ago. It, you know, I seen the videos. It was a nice celebration of her life. So rest in peace to Alexis Crawford. Because that right there is every parent's worst nightmare. Like I remember, and I'm a guy, but I remember when I went to college for the first time away, my mother, she was scared of shit, but she wasn't scared because, you know, of anything I would do. She was scared because of the environment, the fact that there now was so much freedom as opposed to what I what I had currently. And she was scared about the people that I may meet. And I can't even imagine how it would be having a daughter, because when my sister, my sister who graduated from Howard University, when my sister went away to college, my mother was scared shitless. Of course, with her being a female, but also the people she may come in contact with on her journey. Because the fact that Alexis Crawford was killed by someone who I'm sure she had previously trusted up until the incident happened. And who knows, even after the incident with her roommate's boyfriend, she still may have trusted her. Who knows? But the fact is, this girl should not be dead. There's no way. And this goes against everything people say on social media in regards to, well, you know, if you're sexually harassed or you're sexually, you know, made to feel a certain way by a guy, you have to report it because this girl, she reported it. The police said that she showed up to the precinct about, I believe, a couple days before she was killed. She filed a complaint against her roommate's boyfriend. She said her roommate's boyfriend kissed and touched her in a way that was not appropriate and a way that she felt uncomfortable with. She reported it. And a couple days later, this girl ended up dead. And the story gets even more sad and disheartening when you look at the fact that Alexis Crawford, her parents have came out and stated, oh, we knew her roommate. You know, for Thanksgiving, she was over at our house. You know, we've seen her multiple times when we go to the school to visit our daughter. 
we know her that shit is crazy but and what I am about to say this is not taking away blame from the roommate that is not what I'm doing but females I'm pretty sure we all know well I'm pretty sure you guys all know of you know a female whether it be a BFF or maybe a female that you you may not be close with but when a female starts dating a guy someone who may not be as positive as they should be we tend to see a downward spiral now even for me speaking for myself even when I go back to high school even in my early college years like I've met some great females but when they fall in love with a guy who does not have their best interest at heart who is not on their same wavelength in terms of going down that positive road in life when females fall in love with men like that that's when shit takes a tumble now do i believe this is me speaking personally this is my opinion do i believe that i guess when when i forgot i forgot the roommate's name but do i believe when she met alexis crawford that she set out with bad intentions on alexis i don't but I believe that she began dating this guy. The guy clearly had a, a long criminal history. Now, this is not to say that men who have criminal histories aren't shit. That is not what I'm saying. But she began dating him. We have this female. She's in college with and I would assume, you know, she has great intentions for her life. She ends up dating this guy who clearly is an asshole who clearly is violent, who clearly, the nigga just fucked up. So I, well, based on what we know right now, he did things that he was not supposed to do with Alexis. She went, she told on him and he killed her. He strangled her. And I believe his dumbass girlfriend, you know, who is quote unquote, in love this is my boo this is my baby i believe she did some ride or die shit and now the bitch should be in jail for a very 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 long time if not forever and the shit is sad not on her part fuck that bitch i'm talking about alexis crawford because we have someone who i believe is 20 or 21 years old who has a long well who had a long long life ahead of them and now she's gone. And it's sad because like when you're young, like when you're that age, and I can attest to that because th that was me. You know, like I'm pretty sure when she went and she told on her roommate's boyfriend, she probably assumed I'm a female. She's a female. She's going to understand exactly where I'm coming from. Because they was pulling up old tweets from the fucking roommate where she was like, you know, if shit happens to you as a woman, you got to report it. I mean, they was digging down, pulling up all the old fucking files where she was saying some shit. You know, I support the Me Too movement. You know, us women got to stick together. Now, magically, when your roommate reports some shit that she said happened and that your your own boyfriend was the suspect. Now she ends up dead. So this the kind of nigga you bring around your roommate. 
and that was also my fear when I was in well when my sister um, went to Howard University because her first year she lived on campus but her second year is when she lived off campus and she had a roommate who used to always bring these different men over and like she used to text me sometimes you know da, 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 da. and I'm just like eh it kind of makes you feel away because like when a female brings a man over it's like yes that might be her boyfriend but like you never know someone's intention like every man is not a good man like a lot of men are dogs a lot of men are thirsty a lot of men are fucking they're just fucking sick to where they can be your boyfriend but then they go outside and see some asses or like see some titties and they want to fuck that too so the shit is crazy, man. Cause I remember when I started college, like my biggest fear was having a roommate that was a roommate that was fucked up. Because of course in college, your roommate, that is the person who you tend to be the closest with. Now, not all the time, but that is the person who you tend to share secrets with. That is the person you tend to tell everything to because they are right, they are right there across the room. I mean, now, if you got the fucking dorm that's, like, not divided, and now when you laying down and you look three feet across the room, you see your fucking roommate, of course you guys are going to get close. You know, when you guys go to sleep, you guys are going to talk, you guys are going to bond, you guys are going to eat together. So the fact that Alexis Crawford was killed by someone who she roomed with, someone who she felt comfortable enough with taking to her house for Thanksgiving... Because um, I believe her roommate lived in, I believe they said Michigan, and Alexis Crawford is from Athens, which is about maybe a little over an hour away from Clark University. So for Thanksgiving, instead of her roommate going home, she stayed with Alexis' family. So the shit is just fucked up. The shit is just kind of sick. But like I said, her funeral was two days ago in Athens, Georgia. It seemed like it was a nice celebration of her life and like they didn't focus a lot on how she was killed and they shouldn't because Alexis seemed like a young, energetic, positive. She seemed like a great female, a great girl, a great woman. So the fact that her life was cut short, it's just sad, man. But rest in peace to Alexis Crawford and probably on a Maybe about a month or two from now, I'm probably going to do an update on this case to see what the fuck is going on. Well, being that both suspects are black, I'm pretty sure both are going to be in jail for a long, long, long time, if not forever, especially with the fact that the case had gone viral and they should be. But we're going to take a break and we're going to come back because these motherfuckers are still going crazy over this fucking chicken sandwich. Y'all niggas ain't had enough of this Popeye shit yet. They released the sandwich in the summertime. It caused pandemonium. Niggas was going crazy over some fucking chicken. Then magically the shit sold out because of course the expectation was way more than what Popeyes had envisioned. So the shit came back about a month ago and niggas are still going crazy. A motherfucker died in Popeyes over the chicken sandwich. You got workers fighting. You got niggas cutting in line, fucking up their car to get a fucking $4 chicken sandwich. You got niggas, people I know, going to Popeyes, getting the chicken sandwich and posting a picture online of themselves holding the chicken sandwich. Like every fucking thing does not have to include you. 
just because it is a viral moment does not mean oh let me go to popeyes let me go wait in this line let me get the popeyes chicken sandwich let me position the bag on the table and take a picture of the fucking chicken sandwich like you motherfuckers y'all gotta be kidding me it is a chicken sandwich it's not going nowhere it might sell out but popeyes have said the sandwich is going to be on the menu for years to come so why the fuck are y'all motherfuckers going crazy over a sandwich that's not going nowhere? The hype is already dying down. And probably about the end of the year, the hype is going to be gone. And the chicken sandwich is going to become like the fucking regular mashed potatoes on the Popeye's menu. It's not going to become nothing. And motherfuckers is hyping niggas is blowing this shit up. It's a fucking chicken sandwich, man. It's bread. It's chicken. It's a pickle. I don't know what the fuck. It, it's a fucking chicken sandwich, man. But like I said, coming up, I got the Asshole of the Week, Volume 2. And we're going to get into some fan mail. So stay tuned, man. This is Lunchroom Chatter Podcast, Episode 17. Welcome back to episode 17 of the Lunchroom Cheddar Podcast. Now, last week, the asshole of the week, volume one, went to TI. Last week, there was nobody else as stupid than Mr. Clifford Harris. The nigga that did some dumb shit and mentioned his young daughter's vagina and opened her up for criticism, no pun intended. Now, this week, I think stupidity has reached new levels. It has reached ancestral levels now this week the asshole of the week like i said last week it is not just given to celebrities it is given to any motherfucker who is dumb enough to do some stupid shit but this shit right here is sick the asshole of the week this week goes to larry paul mcclure senior who is 55 years old it also goes to his daughters amanda michelle mcclure and anna marie now listen to the sick shit in this case. Larry McClure Sr., the father, killed his daughter's boyfriend so he can marry his daughter. Now this shit is fucking sick. And the father confessed to the murder in West Virginia in a case where two of his daughters have been charged as well. Investigators have also uncovered evidence that the man and one of the daughters had married in secret and engaged in an incestuous relationship. Now, the shit is fucking sick. His daughter, Amanda McClure, was the girlfriend of, God rest his soul, John Thomas McGuire. Now, John Thomas McGuire was killed. He was killed. And the whole fucking family was in on it. The father, Larry McClure Sr., and his daughters, Amanda McClure and Anna Marie, hatched this plan and they killed Amanda McClure's boyfriend. And after he was dead, the nigga married his fucking daughter. Now, I'm not even surprised by this. And I mean, I know I don't have to say it, but these motherfuckers is white. And I'm pretty sure y'all all knew that when I said he married his fucking daughter. And that a father 
Larry McClure, he was also a registered sex offender. He, he disclosed that information to police after he was arrested after he was arrested for doing some shit he shouldn't have done that was separate from this murder case. Now, West Virginia State Trooper testified that this month all three suspects were involved in the murder and one or more of them had moved McGuire's body after the killing which happened on Valentine's Day. Mr. John McGuire, who was the deceased, was struck in the head with the bottle, then tied up, then tied up, and then injected with two vials of methamphetamine. After the injection, he was strangled. Now that shit is fucking sick, man. I'm I'm pretty sure, like I said, these motherfuckers is white. I'm pretty sure we all know they're gonna be in jail for forever. The father was already 55 years old, so that nigga ain't getting out no time soon. So shout out to the asshole of the week, Larry McGuire, Amanda McClure, and Anna Marie, and rest in peace to the deceased, man. That's that's a sad fucking case. It's just that shit is fucking sad. Like, can you imagine being killed so your girlfriend's father can marry her? That shit is fucking sick, man. But that right there is the asshole of the week. And I'm also I have some fan mail. So I received a message um, last week on Instagram and a female asked me, and I believe that this is a very important question, something that a lot of females who are in long-term relationships may have. She asked me, she said like, you know how like when you meet a guy and like the sex is great, the guy's creative, he tries different things, you know, new positions, Everything is fun, it's spontaneous. But she said, as time goes on and it becomes four to five, six years down the line in a relationship, the sex falls off. What was once spontaneous, what was once energetic, what was once, you know, with a nigga come in the room, the nigga, you know, he trying new shit. He trying new ways to make you come like he is just that invested and that connected with your body to where he goes above and beyond to keep things fun but she said about five years in niggas lose that that drive that momentum and they tend to do the same positions that's probably going to help them bust they nut but that's going to leave the female dissatisfied now, my opinion to this is, well, I believe that is 100% correct. And I've been guilty of that in the past. You know, as like the relationship goes on. Now, this is my opinion. I feel as um as relationships go on, a lot of the times, men, just we just get lazy, man, to where, like I said, in the beginning, we feel we have something to prove. Now, this is someone who we just met, someone who we clearly see as sexy, someone who we are clearly attracted to. So we're going to try new positions. You know, I'm going to fuck you from the back. I'm going to put your leg up. I'm going to push your head down in the pillow. I'm going to, oh, we're going to go in the shower. We're going to fuck in the shower. We're going to fuck in the closet. We're going, you know, pull over in the parking lot. We're going to, like, when shit is new, sex happens everywhere. But I can agree that, Men, even women, but 
Man, we get lazy, man. It's just... I can't... Like, I don't really have a an answer as to why. I mean, maybe we just get complacent and we just assume that it's about us, to be honest. You know, we still have sex, but the sex might not be... It might not be the same. We might fuck you in a position, like I said, that's going to help us bust our nut. But then after after we fuck, you might have to go in the drawer and, you know, do the zzz. You might got a little zzz. You might got to zzz yourself so you can bow so you can get your shit off. Because I got my shit, so I'm going to bed. I got my shit. And that is a fucking dumb way of thinking. And I fucking agree. But couples have to talk about that. Because what I what I see a lot of now is that couples don't speak on it or they might speak on it. They might touch on it, but they may not speak on it. Because, like I said, well, with social media now, what a lot of people do is they they post these fucking memes that they feel relate to their life. As opposed to going and speaking with the person who they actually have an issue with. Because I was in a relationship in the past for about, well, for about three to four years. And the first two years was great. But then after maybe two and a half years, I kind of got lazy. To where, you know, previously sex was like maybe four to five times a week. But then as the years went on, I was still attracted to said person. But the sex just kind of got less because I just got lazy. And then the times we did have sex... Like, I wasn't as active. I wasn't as excited in regards to making sure she gets pleased. Like, I was in the beginning. And I'm man enough to admit this. I was just lazy as fuck, to be honest. But we sat down. We had a conversation. We spoke. She said her piece. And she didn't say her piece, ladies. She did not say her piece in an argumentative way. She did not say her piece in a demeaning way. She sat down as a woman, as someone who cared about me, as someone who wanted more. She sat down with maturity and we had a we had a long discussion. So she didn't come to me like it was the fucking shade room to where somebody say shit. And then, you know, the next person jumped down their throat with insults and all this bullshit. She sat down with maturity And we had a long discussion about the fact that, you know, in the beginning, it was like this. But as time went on, the shit kind of tailed off to where sometimes we have sex and you focus so much on you getting pleased. You focus so much on you getting off that you tend to neglect me sometimes. And then me being non-bias and me being able to actually admit that shit she's right then I was able to come you know come to terms with myself and focus on what I was doing wrong and the answer was just common I was fucking lazy so all you couples having that issue it don't gotta be tonight it don't gotta be tomorrow but sometime soon Sit down with your spouse and have a mature conversation. Don't point fingers. Don't call nobody names because when you do that, 
you're going to like you're going to set the other person up to be defensive from the beginning just sit down like the adults that we are like this it's not fucking high school no more to where you got to be scared to sit down with someone or scared to let them know that you are not being pleased i mean now if you have already said that and you have already let them know and said person has not changed then i don't know maybe they they may not be as attracted to you as they once was they might have somebody else or they 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 might just not want to fuck you but that is the last case scenario so i hope that answered you guys questions like i said the episode this week was gonna be a long episode i just had some i had some shit on my mind but um those of y'all who listen to this show please do me a favor let your friends know if you could share it on social media Again, if you guys have um, any questions, any thoughts, you guys can DM me on the Instagram podcast page, which is Lunchroom Chatter Pod. You guys can send me messages on there. I have the link on that page also where you guys can send voice messages. And those voice messages will be played on future episodes. But stay tuned because I'm, I'm dropping more details about my Single Moms video game giveaway. So you guys stay safe. Holidays are coming up. Make sure your bills are paid. Just get the important shit out the way first before you guys go running splurge on some shit and then your ass is on the street. This is Lunchroom Chatter Podcast, episode 17. Love you guys. Just stay tuned. And most importantly, love your neighbor, love yourself. Stay positive. Stay positive.